Welcome, everyone, to the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Here on the show, we bring you interviews with business owners, executives, and key players operating in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada region. We grab their insights on business, marketing, leadership, and motivation. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have Jill Craig, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers National, the Metro City Mortgages team. Jill has been in business for the past 28 years. She has tremendous advice that she gives out in this interview about perseverance, about being in business, about going through some personal health struggles, and some great advice for those that are looking to stay balanced. You're going to want to tune into this. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a very special guest lined up. Joining us today, we have Jill Craig. She is a mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers National, part of the Metro City Mortgages team. I've been very fortunate to to have known Jill for about a year and a half. We've worked closely a little bit on uh, on some some client issues here and there, but I met Jill at uh, the local BNI Manatic chapter. She was the president when I joined, and uh, I was asked to join the executive team by her shortly after joining, and I got to know her much more from uh, from a leadership role. And she is a very dynamic uh, individual, and I think the audience is going to get a lot of value here today from a lot of the wisdom that she has to pass along. Jill, welcome to the show. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for having me. As we always do on the show here, Jill, we always uh, take the audience back in time to our guests' roots. Where was it that you were, uh, you were born and raised? Well, I was born in Ottawa, and I was raised in Richmond, Ontario. I'm a country girl. Okay. What was... Uh, what was the country living back then in Richmond? I mean, it's definitely much different than now. Definitely much different <laughs> now. I go into Richmond now to visit my mom, who is now 87 years old. So I go back oh, to uh, visit my mom in Richmond. And um, I don't even know the town hardly anymore. It changes every wow. week. Yeah, wow. it's really growing. I, we never thought Richmond would get that big, but it's really growing. Yeah. Is it a lot of new homes going in there? A lot of new homes. Yeah, okay. and it's stretching out now. And what used to be fields that we used to play in and ride our bikes in is now yeah. houses. So yeah, it's changed wow. quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 incredible. What what sort of transpired, Jill, in uh, in your upbringing? As you had a little bit of a different upbringing uh, than most people, maybe you can tell us about that. Well, um, I was adopted. I'm adopted, so. Okay. Uh, 
and I was adopted from a very young age, a few days old. So the parents that I have are the parent, the only parents that I've ever known. And they are my parents because I believe uh, as an adopted child, um, I believe your parents are the ones who, who bring you up, who bathe you, clothe you, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, to me, um, my, my birth, birth parents are, are not my actual parents, but my adoptive parents are my parents. So oh, very nice. like I said, I was adopted when I was uh, just a few days old and I was yeah. told about being adopted from a very young age. Okay. Um, used to, yeah. They used to read me bedtime stories about uh, Bambi, actually how Bambi was lost in the woods and the mother mm-hmm. came along and took Bambi and took her in and took care of Bambi. So that's how I sort of knew about it. And they were always very open with me about it, but. Um, oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Is now when you say at a young age, what what age are, is it? Well, I was right out of the hospital, a few days old. No, 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 no. I understand. No, I understand. My, oh. my bad. What, what I meant was sort of learning that that story of of Bambi and and the fact that you were adopted. Oh, when I was when I was young enough to understand what you know how Bambi. Okay. They, they basically they um, groomed me all the way through to basically okay. know that they never meant to. They never meant to keep it from me. What I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. So it really wasn't. A, it really wasn't an. Is it fair to say it really wasn't a big shock then to you because that's all you had ever known? It's not that it was there. a big shock. I think it was just that um, I knew about it, so I I used to talk about it and okay. you know how children sometimes can be cruel. So I used to get teased about it when I was younger, but it, okay. it, it didn't bother me. I mean, I I felt special because I was adopted. I just used to say to them, "Well, I was chosen." <laughs> yeah, very so, yeah, very well said. Yeah, very true. Yeah. What did you have siblings? Yes, I did. I okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I've got an older brother who was also adopted. And oh, okay. then, there, then there's myself. And it's quite, we both came from different birth families, but we're actually born on the exact same day, two years apart. So that's Are you, like you have the same birthday, the exact same birthday, two years. Apart. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. And from different birth families. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and then my sister is two years younger. And um, she was uh, she was a oopsie. She, my parents okay. were told that they'd never be able to have children. So my sister was the miracle child. Oh, that is incredible. Yeah. So that so wow. I've got, yeah. So there's three of us all. T- there's three children all together. Wow, that is excellent. That is excellent. Now you're out. So you're out in Richmond. You're growing up, and you went to where did you go to high school out in Richmond? South Carlton. Good old okay. SC. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Loved that high school. Still do. And my mother okay. actually worked at the high school. So that was interesting in those Your days. Your mother worked there. Yes, she did. Was she a teacher? No, she was in guidance and at the head office. She was in guidance. Yes. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> well, she wasn't a guidance counselor. She ran the guidance office. Yeah. Wow. Because then guidance knows if you're in trouble. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I used to get away with a lot, though, because, <laughs> you know, nobody would think that the uh, a child that had their parent working at the school would skip school or do anything bad. So, yeah, I used to get away with a lot. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, so you totally fooled them. <laughs> I totally fooled them. Well, I thought I did. You know, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, but South Carlton was a, it was a great high school. Did you get any additional pressure because there was 
a parent of yours working at the school? No, not really. Okay. No. People used to think I was crazy to skip school or to not go or something. <laughs> they said, your mother's going to know. And I said, no, the teachers think I'm not stupid enough to skip, but <laughs> it happened. <laughs> I was well, how a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> so, okay, so that's, that's a perfect lead into the next question. How would you describe yourself in high school? Like the rebel, the jock, the, the well, bookworm? I, would, I'm I, getting... I was a little bit of a rebel. I was a tomboy back then. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So I was into track and field and gymnastics and outdoor education and winter camping and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy, I, I wasn't much into the academic <laughs> portion yeah. of high school, Yeah. Um, which is ironic to what I, I, I ended up doing, which involves math and my math yeah. teacher when, uh, because my mom of course stayed in touch with a lot of the teachers Okay. And when she told my math teacher that I ended up being a mortgage broker, he almost fell off his chair because I ended up going to summer school in grade nine for math. So, <laughs> oh, the good old summer school. Oh, the good old summer school. Yeah. Lots of fun. I don't know if they're having summer school anymore with COVID. I don't know if they have online. I don't, I don't know, know anyway. if they have that anymore. But you know what? Summer school was actually a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you went to summer school too? Oh, yeah. And there's no pressure because you're like, well, I'm just with everyone else that didn't do too good. So there's really <laughs> no pressure here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's basically what my high school was. I, I loved, I was very social, uh, big, so, loved social uh, events with people and okay. enjoyed my friends. And yeah. 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 So following high school, uh, where does, where does life take Jill Craig? Well, I went, uh, I went after high school. I attended uh, Algonquin and uh, took the travel agents course because I wanted to be a travel agent. I wanted to travel the world, but that's yeah. not what a travel agent does. <laughs> I found out when I, when I got into it. But I, uh, I did go on a couple like familiarization trips, they call them, and I okay. enjoyed that. But that got me into... Uh, to dealing with with people and it was it was kind of my segue into what I want what I ended up doing next so okay I mean I taught aerobics uh for the YMCA in the local community so I still oh, stay active yeah excellent but then after I didn't end up staying in travel in travel because I was I had that entrepreneur um uh what's the word I'm trying to think of the bug I wanted okay. to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to work for myself. So yeah. you wanted I, to be your own uh, boss. Pardon? You wanted to be your own boss. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up, uh, I ended up opening up my own uh, company in uh, bookkeeping, uh, like a bookkeeping business, and did some personal tax returns, that type of thing. So I ended up. So I've been an entrepreneur since I was twenty. Oh my goodness! I would say since I was twenty-three years old. I've had my okay. own, I've had my own business, basically yep. self-employed. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Now, what changed from uh, from your perspective well, as actually, you're as you're doing the personal tax returns? That's actually a, a funny story. So that's actually <laughs> how I got into what I do today. So I was doing, you know, book bookkeeping for small companies, and uh, 
And I, a friend of mine asked me to do her um, income tax return. I had met her. And so I started and I knew she was a mortgage broker at the time. Yeah. So I did her income tax. And this is back in 1993. Yeah. So um, I did her income tax and I saw the amount of money she was making. And I almost dropped off my chair and said, like, what do you do? Like, yeah. How do you, how do you make what how do you make this money because of course i was young and hungry and thought this is great you know how does she make all this money so um and i wasn't at that point i just wanted something different i wanted to change and she told me what she did and i said i think i can do that and she said i think you could too so she took me under her wing her name was ann fouchard and she's now ann warner and she actually is uh she was a mortgage broker for years uh, took me under her wing, taught me everything she knew, and I thank the Lord for her. And now she's actually an underwriter for uh, for a one of our leading lenders. So she's an underwriter. She's still in the industry, but she's not a bro- mortgage broker anymore. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So that was your launch into the mortgage business. That was my launch into the mortgage business in 1993. Wow. Wow. So take us through that, Jill. What, what, where were you at in 93? Did you have to get a license or? Well, back then it was a lot easier to get into the industry than it is today. Okay. So back then in 1993, Anne just basically took me under her wing, brought me into her office, introduced yeah. me to her, the people who owned the uh, franchise. And it was called Prestige Financial for those okay. that would, you know, know those days. It was on the corner of Hunt Club and, um, um, Hunt Club and Prince of Wales in that big blue building. So it was prestige financial. So I, she brought me in there, introduced me to the gang and, and it was very laid back. And I thought, this is great. She said, okay, you just have to take this course and, and then you can yeah. start selling mortgages. And I'm like, mm, okay. So I took the course and uh, it just went from there. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was with prestige from 93 until 95 Okay. And in 95, a gentleman uh, from Mortgage Center Canada approached me and asked me if I wanted to come and work with him. And I thought, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he, he told me that he had a large database that I could help him work the database. So I thought, okay, Okay. sure. So I did that and moved to uh, the Mortgage Center. And shortly after that, um, he asked me if I wanted to become his business partner. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So I became his business partner. So I became an owner of a franchise of the mortgage center. And that was for, uh, that was for many years. I don't have my resume in front of me because I kind of forget, but (laughs) um, I think it was from, we became partners, I think in 96 or 97. Okay. And then in 2000, um, in 2000, I had some health issues. I'm a, I'm a breast cancer survivor. Oh, excellent. Good for you. Um, thank you. Good and, for you. But I, that I, like? I mean, you're in the middle of building a business and then you get hit with that. Like that's Well, I was diagnosed with, uh, with breast cancer in uh, March of 2000. And okay. I was so into my industry and I, I yeah. really believe in a positive attitude. So what I did was as Mike was hiring, my partner was hiring agents. Yeah. Um, I would train them actually from my home while I had tubes coming out of me from oh, my come on. Yes. Cause I had to be at home for at least six months because I had uh, wow. my, my cancer treatments uh, 
until August of uh, 2000. Okay. So, uh, but I was fine. I, I felt great. I was had okay. a really good attitude. So I, I, I had the agents come to my house and I do training with them while they sat wow, on my that's couch incredible. and train them. So it, it, but it also kept me going, you know, it was okay. very good I for see. me. I wasn't it lying around. It didn't give you time doing... to sort of dwell on Exactly. Exactly. It gave me that. Okay. I've got to move on. I've got to get on. And, you know, yeah. it gave me hope. It really yeah. did give me hope. Yeah. So it yeah. was a really good thing. And then I went, when I went back to the office in 2000, um, a lot of the agents uh, were, um, they, they wanted a fresh start. So my, okay. my partner had decided that, I mean, he always had a passion for flying and for um, aviation. So he wanted to become an air traffic controller, believe it or not. Okay. And uh, so he went and, and pursued his passion and I ended up buying him out and became the sole owner. Of oh, good for you. Mortgages in 2000. Yeah. Wow, so that's a whirlwind of a, a year. 2000 was, was a whirlwind of a year for me. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, I think 2000 was the year. Wasn't that, is that not the year where that Nortel collapsed too in the market? Oh yeah. Tank? There was a lot of craziness, a lot yeah. of craziness going on in that year. Wow. Well, how did you know, Jill, that, that, that did you have any signs that you knew, yeah, there's something wrong here? Like, I got to get this checked out. Um, I used to do my self-examinations. So all you women okay. out there, you should do your self-examinations because it saved okay. my life. Yeah. Um, but, and I just, I felt something that was different and, okay. and I had already Good had, I had already had biopsies done previously and they were all fine, but this one yeah. felt different and it was yeah. different. So well, good for you. very important for women and men. I mean, everybody to, to, you yeah. know, do self-examinations or whatever that you need to do to yeah. save your life. Well, you're almost your own best doctor. That's very true. That's right. Yeah. So, so where, where does, where does Jill go uh, after the mortgage, after the mortgage center? What, what happened after that? Well, the mortgage center, I was with mortgage center, um, well, basically from 95 until uh, 2010. And in 2010, um, my franchise grew, my franchise grew very, I had at one point, I think we were up to 35 in our franchise. Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was amazing. I had some incredible, incredible agents that worked with me and yeah. I had five admin staff at the time and I had the best admin staff out there. But, um, so we went to in 2010, um, DLC. So Dominion Lending Centers, who I am currently with now, yeah. they, they're a national brokerage firm. Um, they approached, well, they bothered me. Didn't, I shouldn't say bothered me. They, uh, um, pursued us for, I would say a year. And I kept saying, no, 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 I'm happy where I am. And yeah. they ended up convincing me to change franchises. And I bought a Dominion Lending Center's franchise. Okay. And moved everybody over to Dominion. So that was in 2010. And, uh, and then uh, there were some life, um, life happenings that happened. Okay. And I, I ended up amalgamating my franchise and uh, I didn't want to be the principal broker any longer. I wanted to go back into brokering and do what I love doing because I found okay. that as you grow in any business, as you grow, you be, you're not as much hands-on. You end up being more of a manager and a, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, so I, I found that that wasn't 
my I, I was losing my passion. Okay. So, okay. Um, you know, I had to find I had to find find my way back to what was my true passion. And that was yeah. the actual being the actual mortgage broker and working directly with my clients again. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when, that when, happened. And, and now I'm with DLC and I don't plan on going anywhere else. Oh, that's, that is, that is excellent. When you were starting out, Jill, what were the, what were the interest rates like? Oh, they were between, well, it, it was after the, after the craziness of the 18% interest rates. Okay. You know, it was okay. after that craziness. They were, they were between six and 8% for oh, like a five year high. fixed term. It's still high. Yeah. 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 So and what, compared to today's rates, definitely. Well, that's what I was going to say, like compared to today. Yeah. Today's rates, we still have rates under 2%. So that's crazy. That's crazy. So what were some of the early challenges that, that you had to overcome for, for those that are out there listening, maybe they're starting in business or they're thinking of going into business or they're established, you know, what, what are some of the, some of the struggles that, that you've got to overcome when, when you're in business starting out? One of the biggest things I believe is building trust. Uh, building trust is one of the hardest things you can do and it's one of the easiest things you can lose so you have to uh, you know you have to build trust in your clients because especially in in my industry you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with money you're dealing with a very large debt and probably one of the largest debts at any and it's a good debt but it's it's a debt that a client is taking on client a client is taking on in their life so it's, it's, there's a lot, it's a big decision for a lot of people. So they, I believe they have to build trust and in you as a person and that you're taking care of them in your best, in their best interest and in your best interest. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that, I think that's one of the biggest challenge, of course, building your database and, and, and working on that. I mean, after 28 years, that's not my challenge anymore. But yeah. that was, that's what you ch your initial challenges when you're starting in business is building your clientele and building yeah. that trust in your clientele. Because I truly believe that the best referral source is is, is a past client, a, a client referral. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. And, and, and a happy client that gives you that referral too, even. Exactly. And a even happy better. client, a happy client yeah. is going to tell everybody about exactly. you. Exactly. But a dis a happy a client that isn't happy is also going to tell everybody about you. So you have to yeah. you know you have to build that trust and you have to make sure that you take care of your clients. Yeah, yeah. Now Maybe just thing, for yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say a, a really interesting. Like I have clients now because it's been twenty eight. I'm in my twenty eighth year, so I have clients now that I did their mortgage initially when I first started. I've done their children's mortgages, and now I just have my first grandchild of one of my. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Wow, that's, that's three really cool, you know. And I've got I've got people that I've I've done you. their mortgage, and then I've ended up doing all their kids' mortgages. I've been okay. invited to weddings that I haven't even met the clients yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's it's. I really believe in relationship building. That that, yeah, that to is me is excellent. huge. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Very well said. What is for for those that are listening that may not know? Maybe give us um, an overview of Dominion Lending uh, Centers and sort of describe what it is that you can do for people and how you can help them. 
Okay, well, thank you for that, Paul, because I, I truly believe that a lot of people do not know exactly what a mortgage broker does. So um, Dominion Lending Centers is a national brokerage that is built up of all different uh, independently owned franchises. So what and what they do is we're actually mortgage brokers or mortgage agents. Um, some people are brokers, some people are agents, and some people are, um, are mortgage specialists. It depends on what province you're in. But uh, what we do is we basically are your personal shopper for mortgages. So um, mortgage brokers basically work with a client. They gain their trust. They want to work with them. And what we do is we find the best mortgage product for a client's specific needs. And I, what I like to say is we, um, we, fulfill dreams for people of home ownership. That's, that's what, uh, that's yeah. what I like to say a mortgage broker does. So we, we deal with all of the banks, sorry, okay. say all of them. We deal with a lot of the banks. Some banks yeah. will not work with mortgage lenders, but or mortgage brokers, but we deal with all of the banks, a lot of the banks. Uh, we deal with uh, a lot of um, mortgage companies. So we call them monoline lenders. Okay. And we also deal with credit unions uh, and we also deal with private funds. So we basically okay. go from one spectrum to the next with uh, mortgages. Usually if we can't get it done, nobody can. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's uh, so people with, and what we do also is we educate, which is huge. Uh, a huge factor I find in, in this industry is education. Cause a lot of people, come to me with credit issues. We help them through their credit issues, show them how to rebuild their credit, show them okay. how to get to a stage that they can get, uh, you know, a better mortgage. So, okay. okay. Yeah, we, we work, we, it's a mortgage plan, I believe. Um, yeah. You know, because a lot of people, once I, I tease people, uh, my clients, when I, once we've closed the mortgage transaction, I said, well, you're stuck with me for life now. So, <laughs> you know, I, I have, I have fun with my clients too. I like, to, yeah. like to see clients laugh and, and I, I enjoy seeing people happy when, when their mortgage goes right. Right. What, what's the process as, as well, Jill? Cause I don't think a lot of people are, are aware of getting out of the mortgage that they're in, say currently, yeah, because the rate's much higher than than a new one. What's the process for someone to go through that? Well, first and foremost, what most people need to know is that they're usually ninety. I'd say ninety eight percent of the time, there's no cost for my services. Okay. If there is a cost for my services, you will know about it before you sign on the dotted line. But um, in most cases, it's basically filling out. There's so there, and there's no obligation. You you know you fill out an application. You can do it online or through a PDF or a Word document. You fill out an application. We do the we process it and basically work with the client and tell them if they're in an existing mortgage. Let's say we would find out what their cost is to break that mortgage, and we would do the calculations to see if there's any savings for them to move to another lender. If there, isn't, okay. if there isn't, I am going to act in their best interest and say, you know what, it, it's not worth it for you right now. Hold off. I see. We'll look at I this see. maybe a little later. Yeah. You know, if yeah. the penalty is too high, people are create they're going to lose money by going to a lower interest rate. It's not worth it for them. So wait until the end of the term. But for okay. new 
but for new purchases and renewals and refinances and like we, we do it all. So, you know, it, and it's worth a telephone call. Um, education and knowledge is key. You want to know whether it's worth it for you. And that's what we do is, is really educate you on whether it's worth it for you and whether it's going to, it's going to help you. If it's not going to yeah. help you, we're not going to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's very well said. That's very well said. Thank if, you. if someone was starting a business today, Jill, and they said to you, they said, with your years of experience, what advice would you give me? What would you say to them? Well, first of all, I would say have patience, have a plan. So, and never stop dreaming because you can never fulfill a dream if you stop dreaming. So I, yeah, well and you, said. and you have to work hard, but you also have to play hard. So yeah. that's how, that's my motto. I, I work very hard, but I also have a lot of fun when I'm when, on my off time. I, I, I've, but I've learned that over the years because. But are you so? Are you saying you got to make sure you take time for yourself? That's correct. Okay. And I had, and it took me a long time yeah. to realize yeah, that. Right. And, and it took yeah. me a lot of losses and a lot of relationship uh, losses yeah. because yeah. of it. So you know, you can work hard, but you don't want on your tombstone when you're gone. You don't yeah. want. Well, Jill worked really, really hard, but nobody was here to see her say goodbye. You know. Yeah. You yeah. want to you want to um, have balance in your life, and that takes a lot to learn. So, if I was to say anything, I'd say work hard, but play hard, and and enjoy your life, and make sure that you this is a passion for you, and you should be passionate about what you do. I I was gonna go to the to, to ask about balance later on here, uh, but since you brought it up, what what would what advice would you give to people to stay balanced? Um, I truly believe in, I listen, I'm, I'm very much into motivational, not motivational speakers, but business speakers I, okay. and motivational speakers, you know, you need yeah. to be motivated, but uh, I have a lot of mentors and a lot of people that I, I listen to uh, every day. I read a lot of books. Um, who, on who do you like? So let's, let's, let's get the audience involved here. Who do you well, like? If you're, if you're going into business, I truly <laughs> believe you should, you should learn uh, and listen to Darren Hardy. Darren yeah. Hardy, one of my favorite books is the compound effect. And yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And if you work Excellent. with, uh, with Darren and believe it or not, if you keep doing something over and over and over, the compound effect will eventually give you your success that you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Um, I also love uh, Robin Sharma. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got a lot of good books. The uh, Who Will Cry When I Die, The Leader Who Had No Title, uh, yeah. The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. Yeah, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of old old uh, mentors that I that I I truly believe in, and I I think one of the, one of the, my biggest mentors is uh, Walt Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good old Walt. Yeah. Yeah. As far as business goes, because Walt Disney, he failed and failed and failed and kept getting back up again and kept, he had a dream and he wanted that dream and he loved what he did. So he was, he's a big mentor to me, um, you know, of of how he pursued his business career and became, I'd love to have what Walt Disney's produced, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, but there's, there's a lot of uh, key factors in there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. What can you narrow? Would you be able to narrow down three things that have had the biggest impact on, on your success? I would say passion and love for what you do. Yeah. Uh, number two, I'd say would be building relationships. It's huge. Yeah. Have relationships yeah. with every aspect of, I mean, for me, I would say with building relationships, I built relationships in our BNI that we belong to. Yeah. I built relationships with my, all of my lenders, with my uh, appraisers, with my building relationships is huge. And that I think is in any industry, be good to those people because they'll be good back to you. You know, just while you're saying that, Jill, I just want to touch on something um, and I'm not, I don't want to put, uh, you know, put you on the spot here. Um, would you say as well to be good with your competition? Cause I've seen so many, I work with so many different business owners that are almost territorial about their business and have a dislike for the competition. Never, yeah. never. Cause never. I mean, your business is as competitive as anybody. There's so competition, many competition should thrive. It, it, it should be something that makes you thrive. Yeah. Good. Uh, I believe yeah, well, that. Then. There's enough business out there for all of us. There's no need to cut down the competition. I love yeah. all my former all my former mortgage brokers that I've worked with. I love all the brokers yeah. that I work with now. Yeah. There's enough business out there. Yeah. You know, for everybody. You just have to and a lot of I've I've had clients that have called me and said, "Well, I'm working with so and so and I'm not happy with this." And I said, "You know what?" There's a there's probably a reason they're not getting back to you because I know that broker and that broker is a very good broker and they can do yeah. the exact same thing I can. You have yeah. to decide if they if their personality works with you. Right. Yeah, go, that's your point. Yeah. Now, yeah. if their personality doesn't yeah, work point. with you, then yeah, you know point. what? But you're you have to understand that I'm going to call that broker and explain to them this client has called me. I'm going to be taking them over. I just wanted to let you know because I don't believe in. I believe there's enough business out there and it might teach that one person maybe something that they did wrong with that client yeah, you know, or maybe yeah. something that they, but I don't believe in cutting down the, um, your competition at yeah. all. I believe you should yeah. thrive Excellent. from it. Excellent. Excellent. What about mentors? I know you've talked about, you know, Darren Hardy, obviously Robin Sharma, any other, any mentors that, that you have along the way or other people or influencers that in the social genre today, any influencers that you would recommend? There was, there was one other thing that you were asking yeah. about the, the success impacts of your success. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Go ahead. That's okay. I just want to say the, the third thing that I would say is consistency and perseverance. Oh, very you well know? said. And take everything one day at a time. That's my yeah, very, saying. Very true. Everybody laughs. All my friends uh, laugh at me because they know that's my saying one day at a time yeah. one thing at a time be consistent and persevere and you that i believe will be your biggest impact on your success yeah yeah very well said very well said and any mentors uh, uh, other or influencers jill that well we've talked you, about darren hardy yeah uh, robin, sharma. Talk, robin sharma um i guess hmm um, Dave Shilton, actually, he's actually one of the old dragons. You've heard. Oh, of the Walt Barber. Oh yeah. Yes. Dave Shilton is a great guy. Yeah. He is a great guy. Great guy. Um, I've very down to earth from what I've never met him, but I've heard. Yeah. Heard I've met him. Stories. He's been at our conferences. Okay. 
Yeah. So is he down to earth as I, as I suspected? Very down to earth. Yeah. 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 But yeah. his, uh, his, um, yeah, the wealthy barber is, is, and, and now he's got the wealthy barber returns. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, uh, yeah. Well, it's so interesting that his, that book was recommended reading. It was part of our curriculum in the, uh, business administration finance course uh, at Algonquin. So, Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, oh yeah. Please. It was, it was recommended reading. So, and there's a whole course on it. It's, it's very well, very well done. Very, very well. well. Yeah, yeah. Very well written. Yeah. So yeah, yeah those are, well those are a few. I mean, I, other authors that I, that I enjoy. Yeah. Any books you'd, any, any other books you recommend, even, even other books, I mean, outside of the subject of, of business that you'd recommend to people. There's, I've never really read a lot of, uh, I mean, I, I love, um, you know, the Harlequin I'm, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to fan. give a plug to one of my favorite people and okay. that is seeing energy. And that's Rhonda Moffat from a book. Oh, yes. Rhonda. Written. Yeah. And I know you've the done a podcast. Be very familiar with Rhonda. with Rhonda. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a podcast with Rhonda. Rhonda yes. is, uh, she's an amazing individual that yeah. um, has a lot of insight on a lot of different things, but she's, uh, she's taught me how to ground myself. She's oh, um not only not only a business uh, associate, but she's become a she's become a little bit of a mentor for me, and she's yeah. become a personal friend. So her excellent. book, Seeing Energy, actually changed me. <laughs> changed oh, excellent! My life at a, at oh, a time nice when I needed it. So yeah, it's a I I so that's one author that I would like to give a little boost yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, any any movies or series you'd recommend to people that are maybe stuck at home still looking for looking for something to consume? Hmm. Well, I'm a big uh, I'm a girl that likes uh, Sons of Anarchy is one of my favorite uh, <laughs> favorite awesome. series. Yeah, I love my Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, Yellowstone's another huge. Oh, very one nice. Yeah. Very nice. Kevin Costner is awesome. Yes, and then. Uh, yeah, still as sexy as ever, Kevin Costner. <laughs> and then there's Outlanders. Outlanders has been my most recent one, and it's 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 Outlanders. a really yeah, it's a really different series. Yeah. What what is what is that again, Jill? It's, well, I don't want to say that it's time travel because you'll go, what? Why would you be interested in that? Like it's not like back. It's not Back to the Future time travel. No, it's back in the future. They go back like two hundred years. Okay. And live in 200 years ago. So it's it's really cool. Oh, okay. It's it's quite an interesting story. I I thought it, there's no way I'd be interested, but it, it gets you hooked. So that's you know, some of the movies and series. I'm one of those crazy kooks that watch Coronation Street. I've watched it for years. Wow. Coronation <laughs> Street. Yes. Yes. Is that still on? It. Oh, my gosh. It's I think it's the longest running. Oh, my gosh. British so where do you watch it on the CBC yes <laughs> oh, heaven forbid they get rid of the CBC Jill you're not gonna have any coronation Street. exactly <laughs> I know I I giggle about it all the time wow like how long have you watch watched that? it oh I've watched it for 30 years 30 years <laughs> yeah oh my gosh wow yeah I love it I've seen it coming but it's, it's it just takes me into a Okay, my life isn't so bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a kick out of it. Now, switching gears a little bit to food, I, I understand you you don't have to worry about that aspect in your life, about 
No, I'm very lucky. I am actually, um, I could actually say this now. I'm actually engaged to a retired chef. Yeah, very nice. Congratulations. Yes. Thank if COVID much. ever finishes, you can if actually. If COVID ever finishes, we'll get married. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm engaged to a retired chef. So I oh, I don't do much cooking anymore. Excellent. Very nice. Very so nice. restaurants, we don't do a lot of those. I've got my own. I actually, we actually just got a green egg, and so oh, I'm, good. I'm getting all the now. I'm getting um, stuff that's smoked and, and oh, excellent. Yeah, oh, very so, nice. I've got my own restaurant at home. I'm very lucky that way. My <laughs> own restaurant at home. That's well said. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite social media platform or channel? Uh, I like Instagram and LinkedIn. I find LinkedIn for business, Instagram business, but I find you can add a little bit more personal on that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What what's what's the I want to ask this? What's the draw to Instagram? Uh, is it the personalization I, of the feed that you can see exactly what you want to see or I think it's the personalization. I think it's because it's quick. It's quick. It's easy to read. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's I'm finding more and more people gravitating to that. They don't have as much time for something to say on Facebook because it's, it's too lengthy or it's stuff they don't want to see. It's you know. exactly. And I find it's more, it's not, it's it's quick and i find yeah. people now want something that's going to catch their eye exactly so they have to have somebody you know that that something that catches their eye really quickly yeah yeah and do you follow anyone on social media that you'd recommend to to others uh well darren daly he actually has a it's not a podcast it's a it, it's his mentoring every morning a very very quick message darren daly it's, okay and that's darren hardy one of my one of my okay. mentors Okay. Um, I follow Robin Sharma, of course, yeah, on uh, yeah. on Instagram. Um, I guess those are two excellent. Of the ones. Yeah. Excellent. What does an ideal day off look like for Joe Craig? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry for the giggle. Uh, lately, there hasn't been a lot of day off. No, I know. I, I try to take the weekend off. Um, yeah. But I always tell my clients, and they know this, that if they need me. Um, to put in their message to me in their email or whatever urgent so that if because I don't want someone in the middle of an offer and having questions about their mortgage and everything to panic. So yeah. I tell them, you know what, if a five minute conversation with me on a Saturday evening. Yeah. Um, makes or breaks your deal or, or calms you down so that you don't have anxiety for two days. Yeah. Of course, contact me. But generally, I don't do a, a lot of work because the bank, everybody's closed on the, all the people that yeah, I deal oh, that's with. that's a good point, closed. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but a, a, a good day off for me is spending it with, uh, with uh, Denis and my boys and my dogs and my friends. Oh, that is excellent. Yeah. We have a lot. We have, we're very social as much as we can be right now, <laughs> but um, we're very social. We, we entertain a lot at home. Yeah. Excellent. And I love being at home. So. Well, I know, I know you got an in-house caterer. I mean, it's great. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is excellent. That is excellent. When people hear the name Jill Craig, what do you hope they will say? Oh, um, I think I hope they will say caring with integrity. That's well said. Well said. 
Yeah, very well said. Yeah, very well said. I know what some of my friends would say when they hear the name Jill Craig, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's very well said. That's very well said. Jill, it has been uh, an absolute pleasure uh, to share your story here with uh, with the audience. And uh, I wish you uh, much, much success here, uh, closing out uh, the second half of, as we get into the second half of 2021 and uh, and many years down the road as well. And I thank you for uh, for spending the time with us here today. Thank you so much, Paul. I truly appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Okay, excellent. And best of luck. Best of luck to you. Thanks again. For those in the audience looking for additional information about our guest today, Jill Craig, you can reach Jill by telephone at 613-692-6919. That's 613-692-6919. You can also reach her by email, jcraig at dominionlending.ca. Spelled out, that's J-C-R-A-I-G at D-O-M-I-N-I-O-N-L-E-N-D-I-N-G dot C-A. You can find her on the web at www.jillcraig.ca. That's J-I-L-L-C-R-A-I-G dot C-A. She is also on social media. You can reach her on Facebook at Metro City Mortgages and on Instagram, jill.craigmcmprez. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. We truly hope you found something of value in the show that you can use in your business or personal life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite player. Thank you.